0: You are listening to the Maximum Life Now Podcast Only on MaximumLifeNow.com Welcome back to the show. This is your host, your man, Brian B. Rich Richardson, and you're tuned into another wonderful episode of the Maximum Life Now podcast on MaximumLifeNow.com. That's your man's site. Check out your man's site. I'm also on SoundCloud and I'm on Stitcher. And just this week, I've been added to iTunes, so MLN Podcast on all three. You can search me, look me out, subscribe, people, subscribe. So every Saturday, a new episode comes out, and you don't want to miss not one episode. Not one episode. Why would you do such things? Huh? Especially when I'm giving it to you 100. How many people out there are giving it to you 100? Like your mans. Be rich. I got to give it to you that way. There is no other way. Huh? Check out the new book. It's on the site, Rest, R-E-S-T, the number two success. S-U-C-C-E-S-S dot com. Rest to success dot com. Rest to success dot com. You want to get the book. Because there is so much stuff in there. I, I I spent, and um, I may have talked about this on the first episode, but anywho, I spent four years writing this book, not because it takes that long to write this kind of book, but because I was stopping and starting and procrastinating and saying, well, maybe I should do it, maybe I shouldn't do it, maybe I should do it, maybe I shouldn't do it. And finally I said, you know what? People going to have to get this work somehow, and if I don't do it, they won't get the work. But you need help. We all need help. And this book is here to help you rest to success. Um, now on to the topic of the day. I I, I I didn't I didn't think I was gonna say anything because, you know, I just listen to other people and see what they have to say and see what they think about certain issues and certain things. And I only really, only give my perspective really when people ask me for it. And nobody really asks me for my perspective, people. But you know what? B. Rich felt like he needed to say something, needed to add some kind of perspective. And just before I get into any of this, I just want to give out this disclaimer, The views and opinions expressed during this podcast are only those of Brian B. Rich Richardson. Huh? So if you get offended, if you get, you know, some people get real touchy when we talk about certain issues or certain subject matters. Everything gets a little touchy. But if I don't give it to you 100, how will you know where your man's is coming from? Huh? How you know where your man's is coming from? And so let's just get into, let's just get into it today. The topic is new president. Now what? Now, what are we supposed to do? What, what, what's going on? Huh? I don't know about you, but when all the results came in and we found out who was our next president, didn't you think like, huh? Are you sure are you positive? come on don't 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 look don't look at don't don't look at me like that. You know you was thinking the same thing. I was listening to the coverage, and people from his own camp was thinking the same thing there were there were correspondents there were former campaign managers that were being interviewed and they they were in shock they were they were excited. But they were in shock, too. But how can how, how can something like this happen? Some people are wondering. It kind of reminds me of the, the one book, The Tale of Two Cities. Uh, it was the what? It was the worst of times. It was the best of times, huh? It seemed like this this nation is like split in two. I don't know how you can split a nation in two, but that's depending on what you're looking at. If you're looking at the numbers, it just looks like the nation is split in two. But in reality, people are in a place of not understanding, not knowing. They're looking for answers. And I just want to bring some type of perspective to all this. I just want to bring some type of perspective. Number one. The thing that saddens me the most, and it's not just about what's the recent election, so to speak, but over the course of time, I witnessed people draw their conclusions based upon the conclusions of other people and one of the things that you have to understand in order to be a max lifer, number one, uh you have to know what you want. you have to know who you are, you have to you have to have um you have to have come to your own conclusion, which means that that requires you to be what I would call an independent thinker. So that is the ability to be able to look at information process information, organize the information that you progress and make sense of it, and then at some point in time be able to articulate whatever conclusion you have come to. But see, we live, can I just be real? We live in a lazy society. America is lazy. You know, not everybody's lazy, but collectively as a whole, we're lazy. You want, you want to know why I say we're lazy? Because we will take the opinions and the expressions of other people and make them our own. And we never look to see and research why the person that we're getting our information from, how they came to that conclusion. We just take the conclusion as our own conclusion and then we build upon that. But we never look to see where did this person come to this conclusion? And two of the biggest areas in our society where we, you know, we don't want to talk about uh, certain things or it's, it's kind of taboo, uh, two of the main areas, politics and religion. And But those are two of the, the main areas where people take the conclusions of others and make them their conclusions. Well, how did they come to that conclusion? Have you ever thought? Have you listened to to the to the correspond the political correspondents on the news networks? Have you listened to them? And have you adopted their conclusion and made it your own? Are you allowing people to influence your conclusions? Huh? Are you are you allowing people to frame your conclusions? You we have to think, think, think. I, you know, I, I I would rather, and this is not about being right or wrong. This is just about being able to think, critical thinking, analyzing, looking to see where people are coming from, looking to see what motives they're having. People have motives, people. People have motives. What are their motives and what are their motivations behind the things that they're saying? You want to know way, one way you know that people are not thinking? Because if you ask 10 people the same question, nine of them will say the same thing but for the same reasons. Come on now. Come on now. I remember this uh, one time I, I was interning at this particular uh, corporation, and if you're from where I'm from, you probably know what that corporation is, but I ain't going to put them on blast on the podcast. But anywho, I was, I was interning for this organization, this corporation, and I, I really wanted to know, I seriously wanted to know if this was a right fit for me in the direction that I was going, if I would be able to bring the kind of things to the table that the corporation was looking for. So in other words, it was, it's a two-way street. Hey, I bring to the table what you need and you bring to the table what I need and it works out. So I go around and instead of asking the people that are in charge of making me feel like this is the right place because they, they have a motive, they have a slant because they're being paid. Listen, they're being paid to give me certain information to persuade me. So if I want a... A, a more accurate perspective, I have to go outside of the camp that's being paid. So what do I do? I talk to the average person who works there. And I will go to one person and say, Hey, how you like this organization? And they'll they'll say A, B, C, D, you know, they'll give me a response to different things. I'm like, oh, that's cool, that is cool. But after about the fifth or sixth person, why is everybody saying the same thing? For the same reasons, for the same reasons. And they didn't all look alike. When I say they didn't all look alike, I mean skin color, gender, whatever. They didn't all look alike. It was different people from different backgrounds, but everybody wants to work here for the same, uh, uh, for the same reasons. Give me the same things which means it wasn't real. That's not real. That's not real. It's scripted. You've learned it. You've been indoctrinated with it. You're not an independent thinker. You're a zombie up in here. A zombie. The walking dead who are living amongst us every day. You have... Walking dead people in your job because they're not thinking for themselves, they're just following orders, they're just following steps they just they just drag their behinds on in the work, do their little job, and drag their behinds back on home, not thinking for themselves and there's a lot of people like that on social media as well, huh, just like this election, and I told you last week I will be glad when this is over because. People were saying this about this candidate and saying that about about that candidate, and the people who supported this candidate all were saying the same things and it made that candidate look like I don't know uh 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 uh, 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 uh Mary Poppins or something It made them look like uh, they're not perfect. And if I'm looking at your stuff and your content, and it's, it's portraying them as perfect, something's wrong. And then you look at the other candidate, and I mean, made him look like a knight in shining eye armor. We all, come on, people, how long have you been? If you, how long have you been alive? If you're old enough to vote, you're old enough to know where these people are coming from. If, if if all you have is why this person is perfect, then something's wrong. And if all you have is why that person is perfect, something's wrong. Let's think for a minute. Let's think. These people didn't come out of nowhere. They have a track record. Huh? They, they have a track record. You have to think for yourself. You have to think for yourself. Don't just take anybody else's word for it and say, oh, this is why, you know, this person has done this and this person done that, you know, come on now, think for yourself and see my problem is personal. And this is just my personal thing. My problem is with a lot of the news outlets and the media outlets is the fact that they aren't even showing the real issues. They're not even really talking about the real issues. They're putting out there, or they—excuse me—they were putting out there during the the uh, election cycle. They were putting out there things directly about the candidates themselves, as far as the things that they have uh, said about um, attacking the other person's character and whatnot and different things. But we ain't talk about the real issues, huh? We ain't talk about the real issues. We we didn't even talk about them. Everybody just was saying the same thing, and if depending on what, what media station you listen to, everybody got their own slant. Why? Because the same type of people own the stations, so they're going to show the things that they are uh, that they are uh, in agreement with. They're not, gonna, they're not gonna give you an objective stance. They're gonna give you the stance that they want you to have. So we got to think. So, number one, be an independent thinker. Don't just take everybody's word for it. Do your own research. Come to your own conclusions. Huh? Be open minded to say, wait a minute, maybe I didn't consider something. Look from the different perspective. But see, that comes to my second point, and that's point number two. In order to live the maximum lifestyle, you have to understand the concept, one of the concepts at least, that I spoke about in my book, Rest to Success, and that's the S in rest, and that's social capital. Now, if you wouldn't mind, real quickly, I want to just read a a segment from uh, my book, and this is either the chapter on social capital and it reads like this, social capital is not only viewing people as a mass body or a collective body who are making decisions that bring value to the whole group. It is also looking at an individual and seeing them in their uniqueness. There is not one single person on this planet who is exactly the same as another. Therefore, you have the power of billions of individuals around you that are capable of adding value to the world and to your life. You have to see that if you have an awareness that we are all made in the image and likeness of God, this puts everybody in a league of their own. We are not created to just flourish on our own, but rather we are also created to flourish collectively. So, therefore, you must be able to develop the eye and the sense of spotting the value of others, and you will be able to add value to your own life. Mm. See, that's what's missing in this nation. That's what's missing the fact that we don't put value on the lives of ourselves and of others. <laughs> How can we put value on the lives of others where we take each other's lives? How can we put the value of, uh, 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 of the lives of others where we take other people's lives for granted? That we are, are so quick to manipulate, we are so quick to take advantage of, we're so quick to pass over and look over um, the, the lives of other people. And part of it is, is we don't see the value of ourselves. Yeah, yeah, I'm telling you, sometimes we don't even see the value of ourselves. We go to work and we let people just run over us and we go and just let people just dog us and different things like that. And no, no, we got value, people. And when everybody brings their value to the table and then also sees the value of other people, they, that brings a level of appreciation rather than toleration, rather just tolerating people because, you know, this person is that or this person is that. But if we all Americans in the United States of America and we don't see the, the value of other people, then what what is the whole point of being in the United States of America? We might as well just be the individual states of America, the individual people in the states of America. But the value is in uh, bringing our individuality, the power of our individuality, the power of independent thinking and thought to the table and and, and bringing that as a collective body to be able to solve the issues and the problems. How how can we, and this is something that, that I believe it was Albert Einstein said this, you can't solve a problem in the same consciousness that created the problem. In other words, if you created a problem and you're trying to solve the problem, and hadn't learned nothing in between creating the problem and solving the problem, you won't solve the problem. But if you invite someone else in that wasn't there when the problem was created, that doesn't have the mindset, the same mindset that created the problem. That person may just well may have the solution, but if you never invite them into the conversation, and if you if you isolate yourself from the rest of the world, from the rest of society, then you run the risk of continuing the same cycle of problems. And see, I see in this nation, it's running on the cycle of the same issues over and over and over and over again. Why? Because we don't learn. Sometimes I think we just dumb. We just stupid. sometimes I think, what, what, what are we doing? What, what are we? What, what are we demonstrating to the next generation? What are we demonstrating? What that we 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 can't get no further? Why? Because we had the same mindset. But people are not thinking. They are not thinking. They're allowing people to come to abuse, to misuse, to manipulate, to control them. And they're not thinking for themselves. See, number one, you have to be an independent thinker. Number two, you have to understand the value of other people's social capital. There is value in other people. We can't isolate ourselves from other people. And that's another thing about what's going on in this, in this nation. That we we have we have um, we have an issue where we're trying, huh, where we're trying to become a great America by isolating ourselves. How is that going to happen? How is that possible? We cut ourselves off from the rest of the world so we can become great. No, 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 no. If you understand the new economy, if you understand where we're headed as a nation, we have to think of ways to become better citizens of a global community. I'll give you an example. I'll give you just an example in, in, in what I mean by today's new economy. You know, uh, this podcast, this is my uh, seventh episode of the podcast. And I, you know, I, I upload it to, to places like SoundCloud and Stitcher. And also this week, once again, I'm uh, on um, the Apple iTunes uh, podcasting uh, platform. But I just upload it one time. And guess what? People all over the world can hear it. People all over the world, and matter of fact, I want to give a shout out uh, to those who are listening in the Netherlands. Uh, I've seen some people listening in, in uh, Ghana and in uh, parts of Asia, Russia, Europe, of course, the United States, South America. I just, I just want to thank you for all the listeners around the world, and I appreciate you for tuning in for the Maximum Life Now podcast. Because anybody who listens to this podcast around the world can have the maximum life now experience. You can experience the best life that you can possibly live in this planet right now. But that just goes to show you. One click of the button, automatically my audience is worldwide. That's the kind of world we're living in. That's the kind of world we're living in. Of course, we want. Of course, we want to 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 uh, take care of the issues here domestically. Of course, we want to not um, not be uh, um, not dismiss the um, the needs and the desires and the wants and the interests of our country. But we can't do that by isolating ourselves. You have to understand what what this means for you, what this global economy means for you. We're the only nation, America's the only nation on the planet that don't know what's happening in other countries as a whole. We We look at our news media outlets, but if you go overseas to other nations, they look at their news media outlets and they look at our news media outlets. They're more aware of what's going on in this nation than we are. Huh? We on social media looking at pictures of cats and dogs and and people fighting and and people uh 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 people being stiff like mannequins and all kinds of stuff. And we got all this going on around us. Well, what? We, 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 a mannequin challenge? Now, don't get me wrong. I watched some of the mannequin challenge. I thought they was pretty good. But a mannequin challenge? And we got a new president? And we, we, don't, know, we don't know what's going to happen. It didn't matter who got in office. We still didn't know what was going to happen. But we, 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 we are blind. I, I, just think about this. All this coverage and all this time we've been spending on looking at other candidates, looking at these candidates, talking about them, Talking to you know people, people, people. Some people didn't vote for Donald Trump because he look orange, huh? Why you? Ain't, come on, now some people ain't vote for Hillary because she ain't wear the right clothes or something. You, we, we do some stupid stuff. And I'm not, say, I'm not saying, I'm not telling you who you should have voted for or whatever. No, I'm just saying that we, we were paying attention to the wrong things. What, what about all the stuff that was happening that we didn't pay attention to? What do you think, what do you think we were missing while we were focusing on these things and these things? We was missing out on a lot of stuff. Huh? We were missing out on what Russia was doing. We were missing out on what China is doing. We we're missing out on what's happening around the world. We we're missing out on what's happening in the economy and the fact that there are jobs that's gonna be lost, thousands of jobs that's gonna be lost over the next three months. We were have you noticed. Have you noticed that we went from Halloween to Christmas? Huh? I ain't seen, I seen, I seen, I seen not a single Thanksgiving commercial. I ain't seen a store uh, uh, prepare for Thanksgiving. You know how stores used to, after Halloween, they would take, especially retail stores, would take down the decorations And 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 they will put up uh, themes concerning the holiday that were coming, which the next one is supposed to be Thanksgiving. And, you know, this is not about whether you agree uh, whether we should celebrate Thanksgiving or not or what. uh, This is not what it's about. Just just listen for a second. I don't see not a single Thanksgiving decoration. All I see is Christmas stuff. They started playing Christmas music. It was, I mean, they were playing the the, the music for the ghouls and the goblins one day, and the next day they was wishing you a Merry Christmas, wishing you a Merry Christmas. How you go from the ghouls and the goblins to the candy canes on the next day? Why? Because the retailers, they're trying to get up their sales so they can have good uh, first quarter projections next year. Which means that they feel like we're they're in trouble. They gotta start earlier. Probably next year, we probably won't even have Halloween. Huh? Huh? Right after Labor Day, we probably gonna be putting up Christmas decorations. They're gonna be preparing for Christmas probably in September of next year. I don't know. But see, that's something that people are not paying attention to because they so focused. They so focused. On the Donald they're so focused on the Donald they focused on the Hillary hey Hillary and he, and this, and the, okay, I understand our president, but we're focused on the wrong types of things concerning them. Why is it now that we're hearing coverage more coverage on Donald Trump's plan where was the plan what was the plan five six, seven, eight months ago? What was the plan? People didn't care about the plan. Huh? They only care about what the next thing he was saying. Not the plan, the saying. We supposed to be focused on the plan. What's going to happen? Huh? We should know these things already. But see, we just following other people's opinions. We just following what other people say We're not thinking for for ourselves. We're looking at what other people's doing, and we say, let's do that. We're trying to keep up with the Joneses. Huh? We're trying to be like other people. We don't want to be different. We don't want to stand out. We're trying to be like the collective body. And see, another thing that I write in my book, there's a danger. There's a danger in the collective body in that we can lose our individuality within the collective body. There have been studies that have shown if you're in a group or let's use this, you're in a classroom and the teacher asks the question of what's two plus two. And the teacher says the answer is four. And have everybody raise their hands uh, if that answer is four. People raise their hands, of course, it's four. But then the same study showed that there was a... uh, there was a test subject in that room that didn't know what was going on, but everybody else did. And the teacher raised their hand, uh, said, um, uh, what's two plus two? And the answer is six. And everybody raised their hand. And the person who, who didn't know what was going on raised their hand too, knowing that it was wrong because they prefer to be right with the collective group rather than wrong with the right answer. And some people know things are wrong, but 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 instead of standing up for what's right, they will prefer to be wrong with everybody else. And see, I've always been the kind of person that if everybody else was going one direction, I'm like, you know what, something might be wrong. If everybody was into something, something might be wrong with that. I, I, I didn't say it was wrong, but I always thought that because I didn't like to... To 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 follow everybody else. If I buy something, and I see everybody else, God, I don't need one no more. You know, we 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 so much are afraid to stand up and f- afraid of other people. But if you're gonna ever live the maximum lifestyle, at some point in time, you're gonna have to stand up for yourself. You're gonna have to believe in yourself, you're gonna have to believe for the values and the things that you hold dear and forget what everybody else thinks. Do what you need to do. But I will say this. I would prefer if you do it. If it's not self-serving. See, that's the difference. And I'm just going to bring up this last point. Seeing the value of others is not only about seeing what they can bring to the table for you but really seeing what value you can bring to them. You see, we're unique as man and woman and and child or whoever you are. We're, We're unique in that we have a choice in how we use our gifts, our talents, our thoughts, our creativity. We have a choice. Now, our instincts may say, that I need to protect myself, that I need to preserve myself, my life, and those types of things. Which I understand that because if if you're not healthy or if you're not able to do certain things, then you can't necessarily help somebody else. But I want I want you to just think about this and take this a uh, take this a step further and see how you, see how you how this falls on you. You know, animals have an instinct to preserve themselves and they're very uh, they're very instinctual you know we know what we know what the what the lion's going to do we know what the tiger's going to do we know what the cat the dog the the gorilla the zebra whatever because they operate based on instincts and one of their instincts is survival is self-preservation so for example, in, in, in the animal kingdom, a lot of males uh, go ahead and do, you know, do what they do with the females, and 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 the offspring is born, and then the, the offspring um, are taken care of usually uh, by the mother. And the father goes and and continues to do his own thing. But that's instinctual, that's self-preservation, that's survival. But see, in our society, we have people acting like animals. It's all about them. We have men impregnating women and leaving like animals. We have people who who will prefer themselves over others, even at the expense of others. It's all about them. We, We... we have the choice and our society is the better for it. If you make the choice not to just be about self-preservation, but be about serving other people, be about offering your gifts, your talents, your, your giftings, your destiny, your calling. And it it's about helping other people. It's about what you bring to the table. Like this podcast. Like I think I said it last week, I don't just I don't just do this because uh, this is for me and I want to hear my voice on the podcast on the on, 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 on the different platforms. Who cares? I don't care about that. I care about helping you. I was tired of seeing people doing stupid stuff. I had to come on and say something like, stop being stupid. You know, I don't really have that kind of personality face-to-face. Now, I don't talk to people like that. But I'm talking to you because you're the max lifer. If you want a better life, I got to give it to you like this. Don't be doing stupid things. But this is not about me. This is about you. This is about what kind of things can I bring to your life? What kind of value can I add to your life? And we have to ask ourselves this question. New president, now what? What kind of value can we bring to others at this point? How can we step up and add value to this society? How can we look at the value of others? That way we can see see things from their perspective. I'm always interested, interested to see other people's perspective. They can be wrong as, as as two left shoes, but I'll still listen to them. I'll give them the benefit of the doubt. Like maybe I just hadn't thought of it that way. I remember this one time, this is back in college, and as, as you probably already know, I'm a Christian. I'm a believer. I believe in God. I believe in Jesus. I I'm a believer. I'm a minister at that. But at this one point in time at college, there was a knock on my door. And there was a, a young man uh, that came and 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 uh, in, in essence, really wanted to challenge me on my faith and what I believed. And this, you know, he knocked on my dorm room, and I'm I'm a pretty friendly person, so I said, "Come on in, have a seat. What, what, what's what's on your mind?" And we began to have a discussion. Of course, his point of view is, um, you know, the Bible was infallible. Um, uh, or excuse me, the Bible was fallible, and there were things in there, there were errors in there, and there is no way that you know that Jesus could have uh, been the Son of God, and there you know God wasn't real, and that type of thing. Of course, that was his point of view, and of course, my point of view was was the uh, the, the exact opposite. Jesus uh, is the Messiah; he's real. God is real. You know those types of things, and we had we actually had a good conversation a good conversation, I was actually interested in hearing where he was coming from. But the only way that I could hear where he was coming from was to see the value in him as a person. He had the right to believe how he wanted to believe. He had that right. And for me to look down on him and for me to condemn him, for me to not listen to him. That would have been a disservice to him and to me because maybe there were some things I never really considered. And in, in the, in the reality of after the conversation, actually my belief and my faith was stronger because he brought out perspectives that I never thought of. And I, it just was convinced me, Oh God really he is real. And I was able to, To share some things with him. And at the end of the conversation. You know what he told me. And I'll never forget this. You know what he told me. He said I've talked to many Christians. And all we did was argued. And all we did was got upset with one another. And we left with our same viewpoints. And he said you're the first one. Who never argued with me. And listened to what I said. We shook hands and been friends ever since. See. See. We, we A touchy subject, even though he was coming with the intent to disprove what I believed, I opened my door. I allowed the dialogue to, to come forth. He stated his positions. I stated my positions. We didn't do it out of a place of anger. We didn't do it out of a place of hatred and by the way he was of a different cultural background we didn't do it from those places but we just did it from a place of understanding one another and appreciating one another i appreciated the fact that he at least came with with his points and he came with with having done study he didn't just assume because other people came to the conclusion but he did his own research and his own study, and that just happened to be the conclusion he came to. And I, 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 this, is a part, this is my life. I just don't, I just don't uh, subscribe to the Christian faith because it's a, a part of a collective body in our nation. I, I, I'm a believer because I've had experience with God, a relationship with God. And so I brought my relationship to the table. But see, as long as we come to the conversation with anger, with hatred, and those types of things, we'll never understand one another. Because how many of you out there have been in relationships, whether it's boyfriend, girlfriend, husband, wife, friend, whatever, family, and you got into an argument and you both was hot, mad, upset, and arguing at each other? Guess what? Both of y'all still left. Which are same views because when you're angry you're mad you, you all these types of things you're not you're not hearing what the other person is saying you're filtering everything uh, with the hurt with the anger with the rage with being upset the only way you'll be able to understand if you calm down and listen to what other people's saying and seeing the value in other people. Maybe you will learn something. Maybe you'll have a different perspective on something. Maybe that will just solidify what you already was coming to the conclusion to. But I just want to say once again, at least come to your own conclusion. At least come to your own conclusion. That's what is, this is, we're talking about a maximum lifestyle. Not being average. The average person doesn't do the research for themselves, especially in this nation. The average person don't even read no more. They don't even read no more. I heard one guy say that if you don't want anybody to steal your car, just fill your seats up with books because they'll never, they'll never break in your car if you got books on the seats. I've heard the same person say that if you go to some of the, the worst ghettos in the hood and all that kind of stuff, You won't see bars on the library. Why? Because ain't nobody trying to break in and steal no books. That's a problem. That's a problem. We got to read people. We got to be able to process, analyze information, break it down, understand it, be able to articulate it. Let's do that. Let's start there. Let's start with a place of understanding, a place of appreciation. Let's start there. Because guess what? The world is watching. And at this point, and it's not just because of the election, but the world is laughing at us. And they've been laughing at us for a long time. I've heard plenty of foreigners say that we were stupid Americans. Stupid. Why? Because we take so much for granted in this nation. We take voting for granted. We take each other for granted. We take the rights that we have for granted. We take our opportunities for granted. We take our potential for granted. We need to wake up. Wake up, wake up, wake up, wake up. It's your man's, Brian B. Rich Richard. Wake up! And look what's happening. Look at the direction we're going in this country. We need to wake up. Some people think that their lives is over because of who's in office. If you think that, your life was already over before they got in office because you're putting your life in the hands of a person this is about the maximum lifestyle your life is what you make it if anything if you got a problem with who's in office that means you need to grind harder you need to learn more you need to be a uh, 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 you need to understand more you need to be able to articulate more that means it's just going to require more out of you and if we all collectively do that guess what? Maybe we do have a chance in this nation. But if we continue to, uh, down the same road of blaming other people, if we continue to, uh, uh, down the same road of taking other people's conclusions and just making them our own and not having understanding, if we continue to, uh, down the same road of not appreciating other people, we are already in trouble. We are already in trouble. But if we do the things that I have suggested, we're definitely going in the right direction. Come on, people. Let's maximize this nation. Let's not be average no more. Let's do the things that are necessary to to make our nation a better place, to make our communities a better place. That's what it's all about. That's what the maximum lifestyle is all about making our lives better, making our communities better, making our families better, making our, our regions better, making our nation better. So that's all I have for today. I waited a little longer than I usually do, but I had to say these things. There was more I could have said. But that's it for now. I just want to encourage you once again, tune in every Saturday. There's a new episode every Saturday, MLNPodcast.com. Or you can go straight to the platform, SoundCloud, Stitcher, or uh, iTunes, the podcast on iTunes. Go there and, and, and subscribe, people. Subscribe so you can get updates on every episode. Subscribe, people. Once again, this is your host, your man, Brian B. Rich Richardson, and I enjoyed today. I hope this makes you feel better, and I hope you do the things that I was suggesting.